Day 8. What is the Torah? The Oral Law. Until this point, we have discussed the written Torah, which is the five books of Moses. But additional instructions were given at Mount Sinai, which we call the Oral Torah. Why were additional instructions given, and why were they given orally? If you go to a class and take notes, and a friend who missed the class asks to borrow your notes, will he understand the whole class from them? Unless he discusses the class with you at length, he'll miss a good deal of it. The written Torah is the class notes, and the oral Torah is the discussion. All of the 613 commandments appear in the written Torah, but none of them could be understood or carried out without further explanation. For example, we're told to affix mezuzahs to our doorposts. What's a mezuzah? What does it contain? Where should it be placed on the doorpost? Should every doorpost have one? We're told to put on tefillin. What are they? What do they contain? What color, shape, and size are they? I'm supposed to honor my parents. How does one do that? What are my obligations to care for them if they are sick or elderly? What if I don't like them? What if they neglected their duties to me? We're told not to murder, but what about self-defense or capital punishment? Did God leave these decisions to our personal opinions? I think you get the idea. It's not enough to say put a mezuzah on your doorpost. Further instructions are clearly in order. In the written Torah, we see references to an additional set of instructions. One example is in the book of Deuteronomy, when God is giving the laws of keeping kosher. He says, you shall slaughter your cattle as I have commanded you. But if you look from one end of the written Torah to the other, you will find no instructions on how to slaughter animals. This is because when the text says, as I have commanded you, it is referring to a set of instructions that was given orally and not part of the written Torah. So if you want to find out how a Jew slaughters animals in a prescribed kosher manner, you have to look in the oral Torah and not to the written Torah. The purpose of the oral Torah was to add a dynamic living dimension to the Torah. If the law was oral, we would need teachers. The oral laws would have to be passed down from person to person. The discussion about it would keep it alive. But wasn't the message garbled along the way, as in the old game of telephone? In telephone, someone makes up a message and it's passed along from person to person until the final person announces a usually very confused and nonsensical version of the original message. Consider the scenario instead. You are on vacation at a cottage or a cabin, when suddenly you hear shouting from near the water. Someone is yelling for help. Call the hospital. Someone has fallen in the water and we're trying to revive him. You immediately call the hospital. You're asked to describe the situation and to report on the victim's vital signs. You ask someone in the cottage to relay the questions down to the beach. They are shouted from person to person and the answers come back in the same fashion. When they finally reach you, you report them over the phone to the hospital. Back and forth, the information travels until the ambulance arrives or the person is no longer in danger. Why aren't we worried this time that the information might have become distorted along the way? Because each person in the chain knows 
that every word means the difference between life and death. When God spoke at Mount Sinai and gave us critical wisdom for physical and spiritual life, we listened. And when he told us to pass it down, teacher to student, parent to child, we did just that. Every word counted. It was not a game. It was life itself. The Oral Torah was written down between 150 and 180 CE, after the destruction of the Second Temple in Jerusalem. The destruction of the Second Temple created enormous and horrific upheaval in Jewish society. The Romans conquered the Jewish people. Many leading sages were murdered. Many of the great academies and schools were disbanded. Thousands of Jews were enslaved, and almost the entire population of Israel was forced into exile. Chaos reigned. The leading rabbis of the time saw that the upheaval caused by the exile posed a serious threat to the integrity of the smooth transmission of the Oral Torah. These threats led to the written codification of the Oral Torah, known as the Mishnah, compiled by Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Judah the Prince, the preeminent scholar of the time. <laughs> 